Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm Andrew Werdahl, and today is September 7th. The Marlins this afternoon will face the Philadelphia Phillies, sending Trevor Rogers to face Bailey Falter at 6.45 p.m. Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. And for the podcast here today, um, I'm going to talk about what we can expect from this Marlins organization in light of the recent Swings and Mishes episode that came out late last week. Wake Me Up When September Ends, again uh, featuring Jeremy Taché and insights from Craig Mish that speak to the Marlins organization as a whole without really saying um, much in detail of the organization. So on today's pod, what I want to do is talk a bit about baseball operations, organizational practices, and like these processes that um, could be seeing some changes in the future. As Mish mentions in his podcast, in which he refers to the Marlins season as embarrassing, abysmal, and expresses doubt over the future of the coaching staff. He offers clarity that the Marlins offense has is as bad as it's been. And I totally recommend you watch or listen to rather that episode because it does like uh, like tip a lot, but it doesn't really um, go that extra mile and like really ground what you as a fan, um, someone who's not like a literal professional in a baseball operations department for a major league baseball team. I mean, to be honest, you're probably listening to this podcast because you're a fan of the team. And some things are to us simply behind closed doors. Certainly elsewhere on Fish Stripes, you can find some of those open doors, uh, some great interviews with Marlins players, past and present. But really today what I have for you is a bit of just insight into these actual processes and how teams coordinate from baseball analytics to these coaching staffs to the players and do that in like a unified manner as a front office with coaching staffs and affiliates all across the country. 
Certainly, as uh, Craig Mish mentions, implying changes to the organization often means personnel changes, be it like coaches or players or front office executives brought in, and with them like their own certain like set of baseball things, really, like different beliefs and abilities and knowledge. And Kim Ang is in at general manager, and there are many holdover staff from the days prior to her tenure, but what we haven't really seen yet from her directly is like the actual changes she's going to implement for this organization going forward. And we know right now there is a problem and it's totally like on her to find the problem, hear it out and address it. And that absolutely mirrors what happens in these rooms with these coaches and players. What they're doing is studying the game of baseball. They have, as best I can describe, um, the baseball analytics movement has helped to really like distill information that can be gathered on the field of play, be it like a spin rate on your fastball or exit velocity or like spin on the batted ball, like these qualities of what a player does on the field, what a pitcher throws, what a hitter can hit, have all been quantified over years now compared to each other. And teams that utilize this, which is everybody, have a quantified sense of what they need to be doing to improve as players. It's all the information. And most importantly, it needs to be directed to your players developing in the minor leagues to become better players, to see what they need to reach towards as athletes, to define those goals, and then to, to do that physical work, to develop towards that height. And there needs to be that sort of support from the organization, providing that feedback, uh, allowing athletes to have that like sense of their abilities and sense of their limitations and the information to care and direct their training towards that high performance ability and that athletic exceptionality. And the Marlins haven't been getting that exactly. To avoid like rehashing what Craig Mish was already saying, what we need from the Marlins organization is a like process to like identify issues and identify what a player should be doing to reach their like future best self. They need to be knowledgeable on the solution and like how that relates to like the physicality of a player. Do they need to be stretching more? Do they need to like get a chiropractor and stop eating cheese? Like what is the actual best thing that can be done for the health of these players? How can that change be conveyed to the player and how can that change be like nurtured with the player in like a supportive sort of role of like the organization providing basically the keys to baseball excellence to a player that they draft or sign with the talk on Gary Denbo being that he was something of what I've distilled to be an abrasive personality it seems like he's let there be some like odds between player and organization. That's raw speculation. 
but without doing that minimum to like actually provide players with the keys to get better. The organization lets the odds be against them as they try to develop minor leaguers into major leaguers, which is already like a, a high attrition process. And it does feel now in 2022 that we've seen a Marlins organization go through enough of a cycle that we can say something needs to change. If I'm Kim Ang, what I'm doing now is everything I can to get feedback from the players and coaches and staff to find out where these holes are, to identify them and address them and amend that. Because it doesn't really matter how much an athlete wants to improve or how much they're willing to do to improve if they don't have those actual like insights and processes that they can follow themselves to actually improve beyond just speculating on what they could be doing differently day to day. It actually is a lot to maintain and coordinate there. So I don't mean to like be a, a podcaster about this, but it really is key that a player in an organization be on the same page about what a player can do, how they can improve, and what they need to be doing to make those steps forward. And that communication failure can happen at any point during that communication. And even for the player, it is long and hard work that you need to be doing, presumably better than all of your competition to make games. So anyhow, that's really it for the pod. Uh, hopefully that offered some color to what um, this seemingly like nebulous cloud of uncertainty around the Marlins organization is and what could be changing Within that, 2022 has been a weird ride, but we're back here for it at Fish Stripes. I'll be back with you on Friday with an episode of Big Fish Small Pod, but totally keep tuned to the network. We'll have some more material for y'all this week. And again, today's game, 645. Bailey Falter and Trevor Rogers. <laughs>